0: G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision, I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, welcome to our season opener of 2021. It is, the long off season has been completed and we're about to kick off into a new one. And and how has your off season been?
1: To be honest, I kind of stepped away from the contest a little bit after the cancellation and everything happened. I think I just needed that little breather mentally, but um, nice
0: to see uh, things ramping up for the next one. What about yourself? Yeah, I think fans kind of went either way. I think hmm. some fans overanalyzed every element of 2020 and old contests, and we always also had Eurovision again, of course, which mm-hmm. is great. I think I was in that camp, and I think you were in the camp of like, don't want to know, don't yep. care, let's wait till next year, and here we are. because there's a lot to look forward now and we can start looking ahead to 2021. Absolutely.
1: Now we know we are back off to Rotterdam next year, just in a certain way.
0: What do we know about the contest and how that's going to pan out? Well, this is the most important news. Eurovision 2021 will definitely happen. (laughs) Yes, one way or another. (laughs) As long as the earth is around and beginning (laughs) and still alive, it will happen in one way or another, as you said. So we know it's in Rotterdam. We've got the same hosts. It's May 18, 20, and 22nd. The biggest thing is about the scenario. So mm-hmm. the EBU um, released these four different scenarios, A, B, C, or D. A is pretty much the Eurovision contest, as we know and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably not likely to happen. What do you
1: reckon the chances of that are at the moment? <laughs> Look,
0: anything can happen, mm-hmm. but that's probably a little less likely. Mm-hmm. B is probably best case scenario. I would say at this change, this um, uh, circumstance, one point five meters social distance, reduced crowd capacity, but still alive performance with all the artists and acts there.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. That could be doable.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got to see Europe's in a bit of a state now, but, you know, May's a long time away. Mm -hmm. Uh, C is the exact same situation, but some artists in some countries might not be able to come. Let's say Australia's in a COVID epidemic Mm -hmm. and we can't go, we would actually perform remotely from Australia.
1: Fair enough. So there could be some live acts performing on stage and then some from their home countries.
0: Correct. Because
1: if anyone doesn't know overseas, Australia does have a travel ban. Mm. We are not allowed to leave the country via the government without permission. So if that is still in place in March, then obviously we wouldn't be able to travel.
0: Well, fans wouldn't, but, you know, artists would because, I mean, Possibly. you know, our sports people go over for, mm-hmm. you know, um, the French Open and all that. So that yeah. could still happen. Mm-hmm. And D is probably worst case scenario, lockdown. All countries perform from their own place, but there would still be an event at the Ahoy, Ahoy Arena or in Netherlands, and we would just broadcast it um, except of externally.
1: So this is one, no public festivities, no audience. No crowd. Okay, so basically Studio. what Junior Eurovision is
0: doing this year. Correct, indeed. That is the case. Mm. So, but look, there we go. Four options, I think all very doable. There's nothing you could really do at this stage. EBU was said. If it was right now, this is about a month ago, they'd do Scenario B. But okay. that's before it's kicked off again in yeah, Europe. Yeah, exactly.
1: Things have sort of deteriorated with the situation in Europe. So, I don't know. I get the feeling C's most of the likely scenario. Some people performing in the arena. Some people performing from their countries.
0: Uh, it's all crystal ball at this exactly. stage. You know, exactly. it's a good six months away. Let's wait and see. But, look, let's be honest. A's... It's a pipe dream right now that we're going to see it. But the main thing is we're going to have a contest, and that's brilliant.
1: Fantastic. Excellent, because it was a bit of a shame we didn't have on last year. Indeed. Now, one of the hangovers we do have from 2020, Dale, is we have a lot of returning artists. A hangover, you say? Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, you know, personally, some of us would have preferred a clean sweep and bring in the new, but anyway, <laughs> no, that's a little harsh. But look, we do have at this point 20 confirmed artists who will be returning for 2021. Let's run through them quickly. Yes, Austria please. will be bringing Vincent Bueno back again. Oh, Bueno. Fan of the podcast. Uh, Azerbaijan and Effendi is coming back. Belgium, Hooverphonic, minus their vocalist. <laughs> Less said about them, the better. Oh, gosh. I don't know what's going on there. Bulgaria coming back with Victoria. Benny Cristo will be representing the Czech Republic. tonike Kipiani for Georgia. Greece, Stefania is returning. Israel, Eden Alani. Uh, Latvia's Samantha Tina, Destiny is coming back with Malta, big hopes a lot, I know a lot of fans do love her mm-hmm. uh, Natalia Gordienko is coming back for Moldova You'll be happy about that uh, Very happy, hopefully we get another Kirkorov penn song for her <laughs> uh, Roxanne's returning for Romania um, One of the big hits from the off-season, Zenit. From San Marino, making a real name for herself in the fandom. She's returning again. We love her. I'm really growing on her. Uh, Slovenia with Anna Soklic. John's Tears from Switzerland is (laughs) returning. Ukraine is also inviting back Go A as well. And then from the big five, Netherlands with Jangu McCroy, And España has Blascanto returning as well. So there are 20. Now, we do have a couple of definite nons. I'll just mention them. Val won't be returning for Belarus. Mm -hmm. May have had something to do with them getting involved in those protests. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) shame. Yeah, a bit of a shame. Sandro won't be returning for Cyprus. Ben and Tan won't be returning for Denmark. Tom Lieb will not be gracing us with his... (laughs) Aesthetics. (laughs) Aesthetic for the (laughs) 2021 competition. And Ulrike from Norway will Mm. not be coming back. But what has made headlines lately, Dale, is this artist will be returning for 2021.
0: Ah, you thought we left him out? No, of course. Daddy Fred is back. Obviously, the big story, the the most commercially successful song, particularly in the UK, Mm -hmm. was on Strictly Come Dancing the other day, which is a massive show over there. So he really was probably the winner in... Not the actual contest, but in the winner in terms of the commercially most successful song, probably out uh, of that. So, and, and exposure,
1: news. exposure to different markets, etc. Massive. I think he walked away from twenty twenty, probably the big plus.
0: Yeah, exactly. So our fans were ecstatic. He's back. Yeah. So yeah, it's good news. And look, he he'll go and put out something he kind of normally does, and we'll see how it goes. Mm, tough act to follow. Very hard to come back with something that was a potential winning song again, but you know, not impossible, but difficult.
1: Definitely not. And he certainly uh, won some fans over with his kind of music and his kind of aesthetic. Mm. So, you know, um, obviously there'll be a receptive market, I think, for him. Now, there's another nation we haven't mentioned, Dale. Mm, Of course. Australia, Yes, us, will be returning with Montaigne. Yes, for 2021. I believe she's got something to say about her song. She's given us a bit of information.
0: Yes, she has indeed. Um, she's a bit of a gamer. She was on a Twitch channel, Dragon Friends, which is a bit around Dungeons and Dragons, I think. Mm-hmm. And she had this to say about her potential 2021 entry.
1: Okay, so I think I have my Eurovision song. My manager was like, would you be open to like other international writers writing a hit ah. song for you? And I was like, mm, I guess because you want that for me. But I'm pretty sure I have a song. It's called JCR. Ultra, and it's a reference to MK Ultra, that brainwashing program that the CIA oh, tried yeah. to do oh, wow. uh, back in the day in the 70s yeah. or the 80s, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's about. Uh, a group of, a society of aliens that uh, has a major music label as a front for a brainwashing program where they try to brainwash potential music celebrities to go out and spout um, pro-alien propaganda oh. and to try and help the aliens integrate into human society better <laughs> and
0: covertly usurp human power. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> so Michael, what, what... what... What do you make of the Alien-themed song potential? Well, I mean, I've been
1: using this podcast to disseminate Alien (laughs) vibes for years. Look, I mean, it's obviously an interesting subject matter. Um, A lot of Eurovision songs are. Mm. Uh, Maybe lyrical content doesn't really matter sometimes with Eurovision songs. As long as it's a banger and people
0: like it, then great. I don't care if it's about what it's about. Look at Fuego, you know, Pelican, fly, fly, fly. That did uh, yeah. well. Um, <laughs> you never know. Um, look, do I sit there and say winner? But you know what? You're going to be interesting and unique. That's something mm-hmm. Montaigne is. And these, this sounds interesting. Will it actually be our song? Potentially not. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? But you know what? That's great. She's out there writing stuff. And Montaigne, you do you. Exactly. And you that's do you.
1: what I do love about her. She does her. Yep. And it's obviously a subject that's caught her attention. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> staging potential, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> a, lot of staging, <laughs> a lot of staging potential there, Dale. I will agree with that. I will agree with that. But also announced, Blink TV and SBS did announce that Australia decides, will possibly return for 2022. Now I will say this word for word from the statement. We have every intention of bringing the show back to the Gold Coast in
0: 2022 bigger and better than ever. Oh, come on. You're, it's coming back. I mean, it's, unless coronavirus takes over the world or alien are. invasion, <laughs> which is now potential as well, um, it, it'll be back. Yes, you would say so. So at this point,
1: we are looking like we will get Australia decides back in 2022. Apparently, sponsorship from the Gold Coast, et cetera, has been still very much strong for the event. So I think it's all looking good to get it back for 2022.
0: Exactly. And we don't know if Dummy Im definitely going to be back. She's done a couple of interviews, including with us. And re- did release what she expected to put forward to her song next year, but she hasn't confirmed if she'll put her hat in the ring for 2022, as she said she would for 2021. So we'll wait and see.
1: Yeah, but great to hear that we are looking to get Australia Decides backing in. Indeed. Now, one of the big things that happened over the off-season, Dale, was, of course, the OJ second chance competition. Mm -hmm. Now, would you like to talk through perhaps what it is for those who don't
0: know? Yeah, so OGAE is the fan clubs across the world. There's one from Australia, from every nation pretty much in Europe and the rest of the world. Every year they have a contest for all the best songs that didn't win their national final and that gets put f- through and you have a second chance and we mm. end up having a fantastic winner of i guess almost the b-grade eurovision <laughs> absolutely it's kind of the uh,
1: runners-up kind of competition yeah, type exactly, of thing isn't pretty it pretty much well the vote was cast and the votes were cast from all over europe and the world so we our top five let's just run through the top five results mm-hmm. fifth was norway with rain alexander deserved yeah i thought that would kind of go well with the fan club demographic
0: yeah it's a, it was a great uh, performance it was fourth Albania Elvana with Metana that's what she deserved top five definitely
1: fantastic mm-hmm, very much up there third place went to Italy's Elodie with Andromeda I know you're a big fan of that song mm, got my 12 points I can assure you of that <laughs> third place second place and it was fairly tight at the top they did skip away from the others these two. Second place went to Finland's Eric Vickman with Chichiolina.
0: Chichiolina. I actually really expected that to win because, you know, it was such a fan favorite and I absolutely love it, but it didn't get my 12 points.
1: Mm. Well, let's have a listen to what won the OGAE Second Chance Contest. My kingdom come and I'm-
0: Did get my 12 points. Redemption for Anna Bergendahl. <laughs> Great performance this year. Really strong one. She may not have, you know, even finished second. Dotter didn't get the, the nod from the OGAE Sweden. And, and for good reason. Uh, Anna Bergendahl was loved amongst her fans. And she proved it by taking down Erica Vickman. So what a victory for Anna. Yeah, no, great to see her get that. Really, really strong
1: kind of performance and song. I mean, this is the umpteenth time that Melody Festival has produced a winner for this
0: <laughs> it's always uh, contest, isn't it? But
1: uh, you can't deny it. It was a fantastic um, performance by her. Look, I have to say, from Australia's votes, we had exactly the top four, just in a different order. Uh, Australia voted for Finland as their 12 points, and Sweden as oh, sorry, and Albania as their 10. Ah, we love bangers and we love cheese, so there
0: we go. Those top two.
1: (laughs) Special mention goes to Jaguar Jones, who was the Australian representative there. She came 18th. Now, I know that sounds low, but um, she did get some really good votes and and got votes from a few different countries. Particularly
0: the East. um, They really went for that rock vibe. Tough contest this year. A lot of great songs in that second chance, I must say.
1: Certainly was. Now, speaking of something uh, along these lines as well, the guys from Second Cherry, Matt Monty and the team there, had their Second Cherry finale this morning, and it was a reversal. (laughs) (laughs) We had Finland winning with Chicholina and Sweden coming second. Exactly the same top five, however. Italy, Albania and Norway filling out the top five there. Australia's representative in this one was Casey Donovan. She came 11th. That's a really good result for Casey. So uh, terrific uh, uh, results from the boys this morning. They've kept the off-season kind of filled for
0: me by revisiting national finals and they did a great job of that yeah you did kind of keep up with things so yeah their podcast is great and they've got one more episode to go so make sure you go and check them out if you haven't done so already
1: Mm -hmm. so we've got another contest i believe the good old end of year one
0: esc 250 yes of course really big part of the start of the new season is every year new year's eve if you don't know already the 250 songs get counted down by esc radio songfestival.be, the Belgian fan site. Put the votes together. Do an amazing job. Yeah, great job. So you've got to put your top 10 together of all time and to do the votes. So make sure you get that in there. Now, look, Australia, we had four entries in the 250 last year. Dami at 22. Kate miller Heike at 52. Jess Malboy 223 and Guy Sebastian 224 so you know what Jess and Guy they're under threat so Australians (laughs) if you're there get out and vote we don't want to lose any Australians and we'd love to see Montaigne and Isaiah potentially get in there because Michael they are allowing 2020 songs in there what do you think of that?
1: Look, I totally understand. Uh, You know, it's one of those years where none of them got to go. So, yeah, I
0: kind of agree that they should. They should be allowed in, definitely. It'll be interesting to see how they go because there's normally recency bias. We did a little bit of analysis of people's social media votes because everyone can post their votes on there. So we basically, like, stalked people on Twitter and see what (laughs) they voted for. And surprisingly, the number one song, Double the Votes of Second Place, wasn't think about things. It was actually Diodato Fidemore. Ah, so potentially that could end up doing really quite well. But you know what? Early votes. You never know what can happen. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was up there. With think about things was second. Um, tears getting sober. Reponde moi and attention. All the kind of top songs that were coming through from fans, but long way to go. And Mm -hmm. 31st of December is a fair way away.
1: I think it's interesting for the 2020 songs in that countdown. Generally, songs will grow on you throughout the contest. Mm. And perhaps, you know, it's the live performances and the moments they bring to the contest which cements it for you. Exactly. So I think they're really behind the eight ball. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a lot of 2020. Songs in the top 250.
0: Totally. I think we we poll people in on Twitter who are a little bit more on that kind of different type of fandom. About <laughs> very,
1: half. Very online. people. Say,
0: very <laughs> about online. half had put a 2020 song in there, but mainly only about one song. I put mm. Fight and Mortar in there because it was very special to me, but in 10th place. So it's just going to be interesting to see how high they will be because last year, four of the top 10 were from that year. Mm. And look, Kate Miller-Heike came 52nd in the poll last year now before the contest people were saying she wouldn't qualify so no way would she come 52nd
1: and a lot of years you get songs that don't qualify for the grand final in that 250 oh yeah Conan did very well so yeah it's interesting I got the they're obviously starting behind the eight ball a bit the 2020 songs
0: will be very interesting to see how that plays out Mm. no recency bias potentially
1: well, what's really exciting now, before the 250, we'll have our first national final take place. Albania will produce Fikmas again for us, fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> it is scheduled to take place. Yep. You've got a bit of stuff on that one. We've got some you know, some big names.
0: Yeah, well, we've got the artists out. So the actual what's happening with her, we don't know yet. There's a few nights happening. They're talking about it being outdoors because of COVID. Oh. But the main thing is 26 artists, we have them confirmed and I would say the biggest name we have here is Ines Naziri. Mm. Now, it might not roll off the tongue for a lot of people, but she came third behind Mal from Eugen Buschpepper back in 2018. It was probably the equal favorite with him going into the yeah, final. with her
1: song Pieterstol, was that the one?
0: Pieterstol, yes, or however you pronounce it properly. properly. Um, I think she came, someone else, some old guy from came second instead. <laughs> she really was the runner-up that year. Yeah. Since then, she went on to win the Golden Stag competition in Romania, and New Wave in Russia. Now, these are big European yeah. song festivals.
1: She's got a voice on her, this woman. She's
0: fantastic. She's really good. So, New Wave has been won by Jamala, Sergei Lazarev, Dore Dos, your favourite, Natalia Godienko. Yep, champion. So, she is would be going in a really big favourite. They've had her eyes on her to go there for a, a while now. So, she's mm. definitely one to watch.
1: So, you're saying we could have woman singing ballad out of Albania this year? Just for something
0: different. <laughs> Massive shock. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> she might come up with an up-tempo number. You never you, know. You never know. Well, talking of which um a few other fan favorites um Orgesa, who's been there in a few times who's had mm-hmm. some great songs um but also Marud massive fan favorite in 2019 but uh, for the season twenty nineteen, but failed in the semis. He did this kind of operatic thing or big ballad, male big ballad, ballad. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: no shoes. I, can, no sho- I remember the guy. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. now apparently he's coming up with a banger, kind of fuego like. Oh gosh. So a bit of a difference there, and yeah, fans yeah. Are getting excited. But other people like Carmela from Arty, Manola, Clinty, some familiar names in there. So it should be great. I'm always looking forward to our festivalia kungus, and it's a, a great start to the national final season. So.
1: Bring it on. It is. It's always a good spectacle, Albania's is fic, isn't it? It's <laughs> almost like is a, the word. it's almost like a digestible small version of Sanremo.
0: Yeah, just digestible. <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> just.
1: But um if, if you're not familiar with national finals, I think it's a great one to start on.
0: If you're locked down and there's nothing to do. Yeah, well you'd probably be watching. Just just get in, get comfortable, and it'll go for a while. We've also had some other artist announcements. Our
1: friends from Estonia are always looking forward to Isti Laul who have we got coming up with this 2021 version?
0: Always early with their announcements, Estonia, and we love them for it. So we've only got artists at this stage. No songs, but God, we've got some good artists. Five former Eurovision participants. Oh, wow. And we're gonna, I'm going to have to start with this one to start with, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just going to have to listen to this and get ready for it. This person is coming back. From Verona, a massive favorite from Aussie Vision. Well, definitely from me. So that's he's super exciting. He's back solo.
1: Okay, no Ya Laura this time.
0: No ya Laura, No, she's not back. But um, she was back member last year, actually. No, was, so yeah. Coit is back. He's also written another song in the contest as well. So okay, he's, he's kind of doubling up there. He's going full Stig roster on this whole thing, is he? <laughs> well, Half hopefully. The entries. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, if it goes better than Stig did. Um, now, Uku Saviste, who uh, was meant to go for Estonia last year and actually came second the year. Before mm-hmm. he is back as well, can't be discounted. Exactly, there'll be some
1: goodwill towards him. One would imagine very
0: much so. And remember, he's always done very well in the popular vote as well. Mm-hmm. And that was before he didn't get to go. Yeah. His song is also written by Sharon Vaughn. Well, another one. She's back again. She's back again. <laughs> she wrote his entry last year mm-hmm. as well, so that'll be interesting. Uh, also back is Yuri Putzman, who um, went to 2016 Eurovision with "Play," mm-hmm. came last in the semi-final, but you know, look, it was a decent little song. Bad staging, it was some very questionable staging. Mm. But, yeah. So you know, he's he's young, he's only 26, so he's still definitely got a chance to come back with something good. We've got Tanya, who did amazing back ah. in 2014 with the whole dance routine. She didn't get out of the semifinal, but it was a really good performance.
1: She was also in uh, the High Hills in the Neighborhood song last year as well. She was indeed, Ooh, so gosh. she's
0: back again. Good stuff. And we have Ivo Lina who competed back in 1996 as part of the duo. He came fifth in 1996. Yeah, he was back a few years ago as well. I'm starting to remember these people. Yeah, 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 I know. We've been around for a while now, Michael. (laughs) Sir Lottery (laughs) came fifth for Eastie Lau in 2017. He's Mm. a legend. Yeah, he is. five people back. Other familiar names in there as well is E. Gert Milder, who had Georgia on my mind last year, who did very well and Sissy as well who's the daughter of Dave Benson who won Eurovision for Estonia she's back and she also did very well she just missed out on making was it the Um, 2019 so she it was a tie break and basically Victor snuck through that's right snuck Mm. through on her yes she almost took him out
1: yeah, you know, interesting. Always a good lineup in Istela. Great,
0: like five Eurovision participants. It's going to be awesome. Plus, there's a song written by the guys from Winnie Pooh, the guy with the hairy masks and the rock stuff and the leotards. Okay, yep. So expect some weird. It's okay. coming. <laughs> but it's always something a little weird out of Estonia, I isn't I love it. it? We're talking a weird, Michael. Um, Some (laughs) older men talking about Junior Eurovision participants. Junior is coming up, isn't it?
1: It is. It's only a fortnight away. Uh, We're heading off to Warsaw. As we've mentioned earlier, it's going to be a completely remote contest, which I think will be incredibly interesting to watch and see how that all pans out. Uh, Challenges there for the broadcaster and the EBU. But um, we're going to talk about this a little more
0: depth next week, won't we? We're going to have pretty much a whole episode on these Yeah, we always do our preview of Junior Eurovision we're going to get the rankings of the entire AussieVision team run through those give our favourites get some comments from the team maybe try and predict a winner or two I know yeah so let's see how we go
1: interesting one 12 entries this year so a much smaller version Mm. so Two poor kids will miss out on the top
0: 10. No, <laughs>
1: no. I think I know who they might be maybe as well, four <laughs> no. things. But a, a, a whole uh, deep dive into Junior vision coming up for you guys next week.
0: Indeed. Well, look, thanks so much for joining us for our season opener, Michael. Uh, good to start talking about Eurovision again.
1: It is, and looking forward to a fresh start with 2021.
0: Well, that's everything for this week. Thanks very much for joining us. Aussie Vision podcast is put together by myself, Dale Roberts, and on the other side of the desk here, Mike Jones. Thanks to research this week from our team, Kyriakos Sinovitz, Miles Glasspole, and Elise Collette. You can catch us on our socials Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram,
1: Aussie Vision Net.
0: And you can get our podcast on, of course, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else get your podcasts. Make sure you review and rate us. It does help people find us during the Eurovision season. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya.